Music. Reviews. Chat. Poems. Comedy. Writing. Interviews. ELFM. It's radio for so much more. Welcome to ELFM. So, uh, we're inside a, a, a haunted house. In, so, we're at Chapel FM. Uh, welcome back. This is... We're in a haunted house and it's really scary. I've got Johan next to me and Josh on the mic. Uh, so, we've got a lot of uh, discussions coming up and... There's a lot of noises going on, and we don't know where it's coming from. I think it might be a ghost. Uh, I guess we need to uh, uh, call the Ghostbusters. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I 
afraid of no ghosts. Uh, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. She just wants some more. I think you better call. So thankfully, the Ghostbusters got rid of all the ghosts in the chapel. So now we can broadcast as normal. Yay! So here in the studio, we've got James, Mimi, Ivory, Dante, Johan, of course, Rana, Alex, Joaria, and Josh. Hello. He's come to tell us about his trips at London. Well, I mean, I have to say it was a very interesting trip. One that you, you might not expect the adventure of. So, right, that trip sounds very amazing, but why what, did you go to London? Well, I went the first time. I had to go again because um, there was some stuff on the uh, itinerary that I actually wanted to go and see. Like the Lion, we went to watch The Lion King, which I can get into a bit later. Uh, went to uh, Imperial War Museum, which was uh, quite an interesting thing. We were able to free ROM as well. So like we were able to go from the bomb floor to the sixth floor, because of like six floors of a lot of stuff about war. Um, but yeah, there was definitely stuff on there that I haven't done the first time I went to London, so I wanted to be intrigued. So, what was the favorite thing that you did whilst in London? Oh, de- definitely the, the Lion King performance. I can tell you now, West End performances have never been better. I did go um, to watch Aladdin the first time I went to London, but our those two, The Lion King and Aladdin, The Lion King is something that I want. I review. I like my personal review. I want you all to watch it. it. Is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You need to. If I were, if I were to go to London, what would you recommend other than to see Lion King? Um, <clears throat> Eminem World, isn't it? Yeah, I did go. I did go to Eminem World. Uh, not on the itinerary, but. Uh, was one of the places I went to. Um, there's a lot of M and M's. I can I can let you know now. For, for, like just a wall of M and M's, and then uh, when I was going to buy a cup of M and M's, um, I found M and M golf balls. So if anyone's interested in uh, golf or mini golf, uh, just go to M and M. Well, they'll have a few there. So the description would basically be the Disney World, but M and M. I don't think there was Disney World when I when we were around, but. I mean, I would have liked to go to there. Anything else that you did in London? Um, I did too. We went to the National Gallery. Um, that was quite interesting. We did we did just walk around. There wasn't really a much of a tour, so it wasn't as interesting. It was just a bunch of photos and paintings all around. Um, I mean, the only probably interesting part for me was that we, we lost two people during the trip. So um, we stood out in um, Trafalgar Square, I think it was. 
where the national where, where the national gallery is. We stood out there for like a good twenty to thirty minutes, wondering where these guys are. And I also want to point out to those two people, you had the teacher's phone number the whole time. You could have <laughs> rung that number and saved us a lot more time. I wanted my Pizza Express. <laughs> um. So next we've got inspirational people. Part one recorded by the next gen. Welcome to Hot Boxers. We are the the future. Future is um, Nicola Adams. Today with us we have Emily, yeah, Johan, Stephen, and Scarlett. And here's Emily for some interesting facts. Yes, facts. Anyway, um. All right. Did you know that Nicola Adams is from Leeds, where we are now? Where this is this podcast is a live from anyway um she became the first female olympic boxing champion at london in 2012 the boxer retained her olympic gold medal at rio up rio in 2016 Sorry. That's all right. We'll add it in. Scarlett, just say, give you a 2016. In 2016, he turned professional in 2017. He didn't mess it up. And retired at WBO World Flyweight Champion in 2019. Yay! Um... Another inspirational uh, thing is her quote, and she said, boxing is like chess. You encourage your opponent to make mistakes so you can capitalise on it. People think you get in the ring and see the red mist, but it's not about aggression. Avoiding getting knocked out is tactical. Okay, Johan, that that quote was interesting and all, but there's something else I was missing. And the double number of quotes is, isn't just sports people that need someone to look up to. Everyone needs that. LGBT people, the general public. To be honest, it's nice to feel that I can inspire so many people in so many areas of public life. Now we've heard all those interesting facts. Scarlett, do you think you could be a good boxer? Uh, probably. Uh, the pen, so, because I need to go boxing training, obviously, so. Emily, do you think you'll be a good boxer? No, because... I cannot fight, and therefore I cannot box, and I cannot be bothered to train for it. Johan, can you be a good boxer? I think I could, because I think I could box up Mike Tyson. Stephen, do you think you could be a good boxer? I personally would fly Nicola Adams out to Leeds so we could fight behind the big Tesco, and I would knock her out. That that was from the hot boxers. Ignition. Now, it's time 
치면 무너져 We just had a little dance party to Domino by Stray Kids, which you just heard. So now in the studio, I'm joined by James, Alex, and Ivory. Hi. Yo. What's (laughs) up? So now we're going to have a talk about music. So we'll start with Alex. What have you been listening to lately? Um, I've been mainly listening to either Konga Maynard or Olimers. Because my, me and my sister have grown up like listening to Olimar's, like I've basically grown up on him. So I think I might be going to one of his concerts next year in April. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think it will be like my fourth or third one there. So in, in, Isn't Conor Maynard on tour as well? Because I do yeah. love him as well. He's on tour and I think, I can't remember when it's ending, but it's going good apparently. Yeah, I've seen like a few clips on his social media of it. Yeah. I wish I could go. Same. Yeah, me as well. I see the thing with music with me, I one minute I can go from listening to like Conor Maynard or Ed Sheeran and, and then <laughs> the next minute I'm listening to like my chemical romance or Fallout Boy. Good. Yeah, I love I love my chemical romance. And what about you, James? <laughs> Um, I've basically just been listening to Stray Kids. It's pretty much I pretty much only listen to K-pop right now. I don't really listen to much English music unless I'm listening to Chase Atlantic, My Chemical Romance, or ACDC. Oh, what I forced you to listen to? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> but I'm mostly listening to um, a lot of K-pop. But Stray Kids is my main group at the moment, just because their music is so versatile. They make so much different types and genres of music that it's like sometimes you can listen to 
one type of music you like and then other times it's something different that you can listen to. Mm-hmm. And it's still the same people that you like, just a different way that they're doing their music style. I think right now the only Stray Kids song I like is Domino, which is the one you heard. Yeah, okay. my main Stray Kids song at the moment is probably the, one of their newest songs, Case 143, because it's something that they wouldn't usually make. It's quite different to what they usually make, so it's new experiences. <laughs> I'm going to listen to that one. Same. I recommend it. And <laughs> uh, now we've got Ivory. Well, um, like, since, like, year eight, like, the past, like, four years, I've been listening to, like, Slipknot just on repeat. Like, even though, like, my music taste, I try to keep it, like, as varied as possible, <coughs> like, same as usual area. Like, I, like, I've just, like, stuck to them for so long that I just, like, I don't know what it is. I'm just, like, stuck to them. And um, they're just, well, like, they've been bringing out, like, one song every, like, few months or so for this new album. <coughs> and it's it's finally, like, in shops now and stuff. So I've been listening to it and I, I highly recommend it. So we're going to go into that now, are we, I think? It's um because uh, Slipknot, uh, number one in the charts right now, uh, it's the most popular song, I believe. It's called Spit It Out. Did you never give a damn in the first place? Maybe it's time you when the tables turn. Cause in the interest of all of all, they got the problem solved. And the verdict is guilty. Bad little gal, my dog, we have had a try to stop dropping off. You were dead from the get go, bit my butter. Two big guys took a race, scared of me now. Then you're dumb enough to thought, always says it never was. Don't measure me to piss and vinegar. Don't tell me, ask me, they got fear, you bullshit. Just another dumb bone, trouble out the shit. Is another way to break through the noise. Another circle that has had to guide your bed. Gotta be that way if you want it. Saturday, literal.
Hello. Um, today we're going to be talking about a woman called Suhaima Manzur Khan. Uh, but first of all, we're all just going to introduce ourselves. So I'm Amos. I'm Hanin. I'm Eliana. And I'm Joseph. Um, so Hanin is just sort of going to give us an introduction as to who uh, Suhaima is. I mean, Eliana, sorry. So basically, long story short, Sahema is a writer, poet, and educator, disrupting understanding of history, race, and she does lots of poetry, including her famous one, This Is Not a Humanizing Poem, which is a runners-up in the Poetry Slam in 2017, and has over 2 million views. This is, this is Hanin with a reading of her poem, This Is Not a Humanizing Poem. I put my pen down. I will not let this poem force me to write it. It is not the poem I want to write, it is the poem I have been reduced to. So that was just a small extract from her poem, and we're going to have a small conversation about it now. So, um, Eliana, what do you think this extract is trying to convey? I think the poem is trying to say that I do not want to be limited to the amount of words I have to use, and I want to express myself using... I want to express... I think... Suzaya Manuka wanted to express herself more than just through words and, and her feelings too. Um, Hanin, do you have Hanin, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, I believe that she is also saying that her imagination isn't limited to a piece of pen and paper. I think also it's trying to say that she's trying to be told by like people around her that she needs to like write a poem that's nice and about good things and doesn't really address the actual problems that are going on in the world when really she wants to write something controversial and realistic and gripping um eliana what was it that you wanted yeah, to say i would like to um just hear we also have joseph with us joseph do you have any thoughts on the poem too so i feel like um she's trying to say that maybe she might not want to write a poem like that i might want to write something she wants very good yeah um so i think that suzema seems like a very good woman and she seems no, sorry and she seems like a good role model because she has a somewhat she's trying to like tell reality how it is which is somewhat controversial to a lot of people who just sort of want to say that it's that everything's amazing everywhere in the world when in reality it's not and that's what um she knows which i think is quite a good thing uh Hanin, what do you think about that yes i agree and I'd also like to add, I forgot to mention this earlier, that she's currently alive and she's actually a resident at Leeds Playhouse, right here in Leeds. And she does lots of research in geography and actually used to work at Queen Mary's University as well. Alright, yeah, um, I guess. Oh, Joseph, do you have something to say? Uh, no. Oh, okay, it just kind of looked like you did. Uh, well, I guess that concludes it. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did... <laughs> Bye. Oh, Bye. <laughs> and hello everybody we are back in the studio that was a pre-record of inspirational people too um my name is josh and i'm here with alex juaria ivory and possibly we might have someone else but i'm gonna wait to name them <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna keep the suspense there for this um but we are here to talk about media what have we been watching over maybe a few weeks maybe a maybe the past year um, I'd like to start off with saying that I've been uh, I've been a Disney Plus person, so mm. staying indoors, watching Disney Plus. 
and one of my favorite shows of all time, and I can recommend it, and I'm surprised if people haven't watched it, is The Falcon and Winter Soldier. I um, that was an amazing set series. It was like a few, a few episodes long. It wasn't that long, but it was at least like an hour for each episode because it's like a, it's a mini movie for each episode. And uh, it did go quite into depth about both the Falcons and the Winter Soldier's past. And also I did get to see some uh, good fight scenes as well, so I was quite happy about that. Nice. Um, I'm really leaving. I'm going to go to Druaria. Um, would you like to tell us about what you've been watching? So the show I've been watching, which was recommended to me by Alex, um, <laughs> is V Wars. Um, so basically, it's about these like two doctors who are like best friends, and they get like put against pit against each other when this like new disease starts to kind of spread, which turns people into vampires. And it's got some really amazing actors in it. For example, Ian Somerhalder, Nikki Reed. Um, I can't think of anybody else. But it's like 10 episodes, uh, one season. Oh, I think there should be a second one, definitely. Same. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a really great show and it's a lot of... Yeah, a lot I, believe, of I believe we're going to yeah. go to Alex now. Yeah, so um, I think I've been watching this series for, I think it's coming up to just over two years now. So it's called Vampire Diaries, well, The Vampire Diaries, and it's basically set in this town called Mystic Falls in Virginia, in America, and it's basically filled with death and vampires and werewolves, (laughs) and there's witches as well. And then there's this new family that comes in called The Original Family, um, who also have their own spin-off series called The Originals, and it's amazing. And then you've got... Aside from that, you've then got another um, spin-off series, which is called Legacies, which you've got the original family in, and then you've got some tribrids, which is a witch, werewolf, and vampire. So I think, to be honest, if I was going to rate it out of, like, 10, I think I'd rate it, like, a 1,000 or something. Yeah. And it's the same with V-Wars, to be honest, yes. because V-Wars, <laughs> like, there's some amazing actors in that, but there's some absolutely amazing inspirational people in vampire diaries aka Ian Ian Holder. Holder. Um, <laughs> so i think yeah you should definitely watch it i'm finding a common theme here and that's vampires, <laughs> vampires. Yeah. ivory i'm hoping you have <laughs> something <laughs> other than vampires yeah uh, no vampires in oh vampires. good good so i um i just finished watching uh two amazon original shows Ooh. And um, one of them is uh, The Boys, which yes. I, I find it to be... Um, it, it <laughs> Henry has been called to the... To the <laughs> I find it to be um, like my kind of show because it's, um, it's kind of like mocking like, like superheroes in a way, like Marvel superheroes and DC superheroes. And I, I find it to be like a really good... like. I don't know because it, instead of them being perceived as like heroes, they're actually like the villains of the story, which I find to be quite punky in a way. I I, I can't say too much about it because it's it's quite a yeah it's quite <laughs> quite a grim show. But um, I've been I've just finished uh, watching a six episode show called um, Jungle, which is where it's like set in London like in kind of the future so like techno- technology's advanced quite a bit and um 
what I found interesting is that um, like the conversations will go into rapping, like drill rapping, which is like quite out of my um, like comfort zone because I, I don't really listen to that music, but the stories were really good and the message that the show was trying to push forward, it was, it was really powerful. So I, I did enjoy watching it. All right, then, well, before I do hand it over to Alex again, do I need to know if our uh, suspenseful person is uh, ready to discuss some media. Uh, are you ready? Yeah. All right, well, it looks like we have uh, Rana. Rana, would you like to tell us what you've been listening to or watching, should I've, I say? I've um, been watching She's the Man. It's a movie about um, a girl who likes football. However, she wanted to play football for the team, but they got cancelled just because they were girls. So uh, it's inspired by Twelfth Night. They've got like characters from the Twelfth Night's names, and it's like got the same plot twist sort of, but it's set in modern day. And um, well, there's a bit of different types of bits. Everyone's just like happy in some bits. There's sad bits, and then there's like one fight scene where the three girls fight and pull each other's hair. So I found <laughs> it quite interesting. Um, so. Just check it out if you want. I won't give any more spoilers because it's amazing. And I think it should just um, be watched itself if you're that curious about it already. Well, I mean, all of these are amazing shows. And I think everyone at home or wherever you are listening to this in the world, you should watch these shows. But I am going to hand it over to Alex to take us to our next song. So this song is from one of my favourite series, obviously, The Vampire Diaries, mm-hmm. and it's called Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by Cage the Elephant. I was walking down the street when out the corner of my eye I saw a pretty little thing approaching me. She said, I never seen a man who looks so all alone. Could you use a little company? If you pay the right price, your evening will be nice and you can go and send me on my way. I said, you're such a sweet young thing. Why you do this to yourself? She looked at me and this is what she said. Oh, there ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees.
So, this is ELF, and we're going to be talking about gaming. So, does hey. anyone know much about any games or what you've been playing recently? Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't call myself a video games expert myself, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I do play quite a bit. Um, I have uh, had the experience of uh, growing up on Nintendo, so I was a mm. Nintendo person, so I grew up on like games like Pokemon, games like Super Smash Bros., which to me at the time were what you consider violent video games, but um, <laughs> nowadays it's like, well, you've seen Call of Duty, so we'll, we'll get yeah. past that. <laughs> but I have played my quite fair share of games, and my current um, favorite is Overwatch 2. Now, Overwatch has been a big franchise for a while, but it hasn't had um, like a second game. It didn't have a second game, and it hasn't been updated in like a good few years. So, when it was announced, most Overwatch fans were happy, but also obviously sad because the um, if you if you know about it, Overwatch One's servers are shut down, so you are no longer able to play Overwatch One. However, Overwatch Two is free to play. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like be a announcer. It's free to play on all platforms, so if you're interested, uh, you can download it. Not on phone, sorry. <laughs> but I think it's a big step forward for them because there's definitely a few updates that weren't in the previous game, better graphics, better quality overall. So, personally for me, it is a top-tier game to start playing. I agree. I've um I've been like playing it a little bit because I used to play the first game like when it first came out and um I don't know it, it like there was that whole thing with like the second one where like you had to wait for a queue to like oh, actually play it like I'd, I'd go onto the game and it'd go oh yeah you're in queue for like 40,000 people and I was like eh yeah for me it was like at least a good 100,000 people waiting yeah. to just guess in the game and um, there was this whole thing because it's like a whole new game uh, they brought out this whole thing where you can like migrate your previous Overwatch account to the new game and then you keep all your stuff but that like sent me into like a mode of panic because I thought I'd lost like years of progress because <laughs> it took like three days to migrate and I thought something was wrong but um, ha- like I'm very happy that I got all my stuff so that's a plus Do you have any uh, games you're interested um, in? Recently I've been playing a lot of Far Cry so basically it's like you're just in a somewhere like Far Cry 3 you're you're on an island and you just have to like survive and kill the pirates basically (laughs) and liberate towns and it's like it's got a really good story because uh like the 
the villains are just like well like sort of well thought out like one of the the main villains is like sort of like insane and it's just got some really good and they're still making games like Far Cry 6 that came out quite recently so yeah I enjoyed um, like the Far Cry series I thought it was like I don't know it was like uh, it, it was like following the whole first person shooter thing but it kind of had its own spin on it with its like original stories so yeah, I agree with the villains and how in-depth they are, but, yeah. Mimi, do you have any uh, games that you play? Um, well, I've actually recently found myself playing games like the Assassin's Creed series and the uh, Forza games that you can have on Xbox. Mm. Um, and I guess that's just because, like, I enjoy the idea of, like, escaping into, like, different realities and, like, just, like, getting to do whatever, whenever. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's interesting because... Um, Definitely, like, certain games, including VR games as well. Yeah. VR games, like, well, PlayStation does have a PlayStation VR, and they're possibly going to get a new one for the PlayStation 5, because they actually, like, if you do use the um, PlayStation 4's PlayStation VR, it takes up most of the ports, so you barely have any ports left for anything else. <laughs> but um, games like VR games are helpful if you just want to mainly escape reality, which is... A common factor in most video games, they want to make sure that you escape what's going on in the real world and make sure you experience something different. Yeah, I agree. Um, what Assassin's Creed games do you play, Mimi? Um, well, I, 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 my favourite at the moment is Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Mm. And I guess that's just because, like, how the story is, like, built and, like, how everything is. Um, that's the one with pirates right yeah well I think all of them have like pirates in yeah, some sorts some kind of pirates but yeah. that's the one where like it, correct me if I'm wrong but like you get to have like your own ship and stuff and yeah and you, just... you, like, you start the game by like killing an assassin and stealing his uniform oh yeah yeah it's coming back to me now <laughs> childhood memories <laughs> Um. So, ne- uh, so we're gonna have a song played which is called Tippy Toes by XG. Gonna keep you, gonna keep you on your tippy toes. Watch the way we move, the way we rip, the way we glow. They ain't ready for us, we about to rip the game. On the back of us, they follow like a choo-choo train. This reality, yeah, we major league. Everything we do is worthy of a gallery. We gon' whisper to you, super, super quiet. About to show them who's in charge, taking over with the pilots. Taking the lead, bringing the heat, yeah. Head to the sky, eye on the prize, yeah. Ray on the rise, you ain't seen nothing, yeah. Ways I'm on die. Gonna keep you on your tippy toes. Gonna keep you on your tippy toes. Gonna keep you on your tippy toes In the zone, try to stop us when we on the roll Heard a match, ain't nobody got 
And we are back on East Leeds FM. My name is Josh, and I'm here with Ivory and Mimi. Would you like to say hi? Hello. Hello. And uh, I, I don't know why that was so cheery because we are talking. Uh, we're going to go into. <laughs> we're going to go into political sense here. We're going to go uh, under the depths of our new prime minister, Liz Truss, who was not elected for a, like a general election for the UK. She was picked by two hundred thousand um, wealthy Tory members. So. We're going to go quickly through what she has done for our country and see, as a discussion, if if we think that she's done the right thing or the absolute wrong thing. <laughs> so, um, we're going to start off by saying um, that, well, profit isn't a dirty word. She has said this in a, a press conference, um, but when you if you think about it, if you if you're thinking that people are dying of hyperthermia because they can't afford your extortionate energy prices, then could could you guys say that profit is then dirty? Yeah, I, I think there's in even just like just like companies like Amazon, there there'll be some like way that they'll cut past a couple corners by you know putting something or somebody else at risk and. It it's like quite a common thing that isn't really spoken about, but it really should be because the effects on like not even just this country but other countries, it's it really should be like acknowledged. And um, she has also said um, that what is wrong is that taking money from people in taxes and then giving them back to them in benefits, basically. What she is implying by this is that she doesn't agree on the handouts and the benefit system itself. Mimi, what is your opinion of this statement? So the problem with that statement is that there's so many people who rely on benefits to live, especially like disabled people or people who can't go into work because they're prone to illness. Like we witnessed that especially last year with COVID when everyone was allowed back to work, but there was a lot of people with like immune systems that like weren't too great that couldn't go in because they'd catch COVID or they had family members who like they couldn't go into work because of. Mm. Yeah, agreed. Um, an- another point is that she, um, I believe recently, and I'm saying recently because I've I've just looked it up. Um, she has made a corporation tax U-turn, and during this time period, she has sacked her previous councillor, Kwasi Kwarteng, 
and shredded her economic strategy in a desperate attempt to save her premiership as prime minister. Um, this also, she has also conceded that corporation tax would rise from 19% to 25%, which was already stated by Rishi Sunak during his pre- his run for prime minister. And my personal opinion on this is, like, if you are going to run for prime minister, you do have to be honest. Well, as much as you can be for our country, because the more we know, the more we can prepare for stuff. And Rishi Sunak did say that it would rise, but Liz Truss, I believe, didn't say that. And it has come to the point where she has said, oh, yeah, this will happen, and gone against her word. So it's showing that she can't be trusted as a prime minister. Yeah, I, I believe that, like, even if the news is bad, I believe that if you're in that higher position just the best thing is to just tell the truth it's better than just like putting a blindfold over the public and giving them this false hope that everything's oh it's gonna be you know rainbows and roses when it it really and it's you know like there's i don't know there's that element of that distrust which you really don't want as a leader because you obviously want your country to be on your side but if you're completely failing to do so, then you're just failing your job. So. All right, and we are um, going to go to a, a, a last point here to discuss. Um, Liz Truss has actually um, bundled an attempt to gain an endorsement for her record on gay rights. And also, in a press conference, she has said that trans women are not women. So this is sort of like bad news for the LGBTQ community as it, this clearly shows that they aren't being supported. Mimi, what is your opinion on this? See, this is bad, because she said that she wants a record to show like that she stands with like the LGBTQ community, but then she's not said anything or done anything to help the LGBTQ community, and then she's gone and said this about like trans people, that trans women are not real women, which obviously is wrong, because then who knows what she could like to do, Like, because obviously she... she controls laws so then trans women may now like be scared that she's gonna like make it like illegal like to be trans or something like that or to get healthcare to help you transition which obviously is always a fear anyway but now it's just like 10 times worse because she's gone and said this yeah i agree it's um uh when um boris johnson was still prime minister he was like in his his later days he was bringing up this whole like thing of Oh well, we're not gonna let people go on hormone blockers. We're not. We're not gonna let people get, you know, surgeries to transition. And um, I, I just, I don't really understand like why. And um, I believe that because a lot of people in the UK are on board with that. I think that Liz Truss is attempting to like use this as like a way to, I don't know, kind of collect the sheep and just. Don't know, get like that whole crowd of bigots, I suppose you could call them. And yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. And to make it worse, you also have all these trans people who may now have like worse mental health because they can't access the health care they need. Yeah, and obviously, definitely. you take away all these rights to transition to get the health care you need, you're basically taking away people's lives because people get to the point where they can't live on in the body they are in. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are going to end off with a little statement from myself. I mean, I totally have this. I, I totally did not take this from um, a video that I watched recently, and um, 
But if there's if there is a way to describe Liz Truss, you have to take the social awkwardness of Theresa May, <laughs> Boris Johnson's wild-eyed incompetence, and add just a little sprinkling of Margaret Thatcher's hatred for the working class, and then just wipe off any residual charisma with a damp cloth, and then you're kind of halfway there. <laughs> it's just meeting the halfway line. <laughs> yeah, um, so with that said, Ivory, would you like to take us in to our next song? So this is um, a band that I got into a little like later into last year called Subhumans, who they still perform today, and I, I would love to go see them before like, the breakup because they're quite an old band now. So, but yeah, this is probably my favourite song by him, which is called Subvert City. This one's for Jasper, our man with the plan, the man, the man from Citizen Fish himself. And it all went quiet in the city. And the wind blew down the road Someone cried out And the people all went cold Subverts, 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 subverts!
So, unfortunately, we do have to end it here. But thank you everyone for listening, everyone at home, everyone in the studio. We've got Johan, me, Joaria, Rana, Alex, Mimi, Dante, James, Ivory and Josh. (laughs) We've heard sightings of a ghost in the the chapel, so we might actually have to end it very quickly. But now this is Time Warp by Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's astounding, time is fleeting, madness takes its toll, but listen closely, not for very much longer, I've got to keep control. to the left And then a step to the right With your hand on your hip You bring your knees in tight But it's a pelvic thrust But really drive you insane Let's do the time warp again Let's do the time Jump to the left And then a step to the right With your hand on your hip